Welcome to the Gansfeld Files. How are we doing today, John? Doing good. I actually I got excited to listen. I was like, ooh, the introduction. And then I realized there's no introduction. I'm just here recording. I was like, was in it, my yeah. head, I was like, the, po- <laughs> the podcast has started. And I was just listening. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm here. I got to be involved. We're, we're the intro. We That's are the it. intro. <laughs> how you, how are you doing the over there? Um, uh, life sucks. Um, oh. But you know what? That's what uh, Gansfeld's for. Yeah, well, it, of course. Not really. Yeah. That's not what Gansfeld's for at all. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I'm excited to be here again. Episode dose. Episode two. Hell yeah. Uh, it's really I fun. I hear we already have a million followers. So oh, yeah. Really it's really like, It's getting into the trillions now. Yeah. How many yeah. Russians did you pay for that? Uh, a lot, yeah. actually. They yeah. all they work as a team. Nice. So you got to pay them like all, you know, all together. It's actually, it's a lot of rubles. <laughs> rubles? 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 Yeah, I think it's I can't rubles. Read, yeah. right, who cares? <laughs> rubles are silly money. I know rupees are the uh, India. Is money. it? Oh, yeah. That rupees. Makes sense. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Rupees. Rubles are, rubles are definitely uh, Russians. Speaking of Russians, they... <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun introduction. <laughs> <It's> a good... <laughs> Our transition, I mean. Yeah. They were the, the first ones to do the, um, the remote viewing stuff. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Our remote viewing program was actually in response to what the Russians were doing. That makes sense. That's usually so, how things go. Yeah. Russia like, gets all antsy about something. We're like, wait, what? We have to get to the moon, no, too. We got to do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can't be behind the curve. This is also during the Cold War, too. That makes sense. But Yeah. So today, um, we're going to go over our uh, past experiences, yes. but we also have something fun for later Ooh. we're also gonna do another experiment Ooh. so yeah so this is not just a like secondhand type of podcast i want it to be more uh experiential too like we're gonna do stuff and then we're gonna bring you uh our experiences our results yeah and the good thing about the the gansfell experiment it's something you can do at home it's something you don't have to travel to another state and investigate a haunted house or something like that. You yeah. can do this stuff. Which we should do, too. That would be sweet. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm in for anything. We should yeah. do a Gansfeld in a haunted house. Yeah. 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 So if anybody has any ideas, like send us an email or something. and It's all going to be uh, in Russian, bro. We just discussed. <laughs> you have a million Russian. We're not going to know what they're even asking. They're going to be like, go to Chernobyl. I'm like, that's expensive. Yeah. You know, if you, if you hire Russian people, you should learn the language, you know. How many times have you gone to a restaurant and found a manager that speaks Spanish? Come on, man. <laughs> That's not how that shit works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, let's talk about our stuff. Yeah. How do you want to start? Uh, you want to talk about the Float 60? You want to oh, yes. talk about that? Yeah. Oh, we, yes. um, I, think, I think it was like a year ago that we did that. It had to have been more like two. Two years ago? Yeah. So we decided to take... Um, we we bought some um, uh, float tank. What do you call them? Uh, like just the, yeah, float tank passes. Sessions, we just yeah. got a session. Yeah, it's yeah. there's. Um, I believe they're kind of a chain now. I know there's at least like two or three locations for float sixty. Yeah. Uh, in Chicago, there's one downtown. I believe there's one that's like in River North, and maybe I don't remember what the other one was. But yeah, the whole concept is basically that when you have multiple options, you can be in like an enclosed tank. Um, or you can be in a float, like a, a small pool for people who like don't do well with closed spaces. And it can be a little alarming. I, mm-hmm. I have a minor amount of claustrophobia right. and it was just enough to be triggering. But basically the concept is they just pack it in with a ton of salt water, like the most possible salt water or salt in water mm-hmm. so that you float at the top and feel weightless. And so you get into this 
calming meditative place and so and then they'll they dim the lights to almost completely dark you i think you can turn them all the way off too you can set music or keep it silent so you create your own just personal space with which to fully relax and then some people like have monthly passes so they'll mm-hmm. from what I, I was talking to the staff about they'll come in in between you know uh, on their break or something just to relax and meditate and like yeah i could see doing that but it's pretty expensive for that kind of thing <laughs> we of course rolled up uh with acid uh right <laughs> to do yeah. it because we yeah. really wanted to push what that weightless meditative feeling was like uh real hard yeah um i guess the the thing that we learn the hardest part is actually for how relaxing it is is learning to relax into it as well Mm -hmm. because you're floating and then the first thing you want to do is like adjust almost like you're on a bed so you're like trying to find your comfort or find your even just like floating there you're like i shouldn't be able to do this so then you start moving too much or trying to find a spot or you leave Mm -hmm. your shoulders really tense because you're afraid to relax into it so it can can be uh, distressing and strange and awkward especially the first time yeah. Um, I've done it three times now, I believe. Mm-hmm. The first is the most bizarre, and then after that it is a very, it is very relaxing, it's very meditative, and mm-hmm. uh, there is opportunity to kind of, even sober, kind of trip a little bit on and kind of fall to the back of your head somewhere and get some visuals or just creative thought out of it. Um, I would say with the acid, it surprisingly didn't push it too far. I was, I was surprised by that too. Yeah. And I think it's might be the, almost the, oddly enough, the stress of the situation, (laughs) even though it's supposed to be relaxing. Yeah. I, Um, we took, uh, when you and I went, it was, it was, uh, we low dose as a half tab. So, It wasn't too crazy because we're around a bunch of fucking like hippie people <laughs> in, a, in a clean location downtown. We're like fucked up on drugs would be a little scary yeah, and I mean, unnerving. Yeah, it'd be too much. Just, just think of that. The host is sitting there. They're playing some calm Enya over the speakers. <laughs> and you just hear, ah! Ah! What? <laughs> um, yeah. Did you, um, was, Every time, every session you did, was it on psychedelics or was it just, you were just sober? First time, no. I just wanted to give it a try. That was also at a time when I had less constant access to hallucinogens. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's it was my way of like trying to find a more uh, natural high, I guess. Yeah, I, I think that would, would definitely do it. If that's what you're looking for is a natural high, I think that a float tank would uh, definitely give that to you. It's, oh, yeah. It's something like I had the first time I ever did it was was on that half tab. And I think that if I if I wasn't, I would still be able to go to those places. Mm. You get that mind expansion. It's the same thing as like um, it's almost like the Gansfeld mm-hmm. experiment where yeah. it's like you're, you're kind of floating in, in this weird mind space, mm-hmm. you know, that you can get really lost in that. Yeah. And that world, because I was when I was in it, I was um I turned the light off mm-hmm. after a f- yeah after a few minutes. I was like, I wanted to get adjusted yeah. to this a little bit because it, it is hard to adjust. How did it at feel first. physically when you first got in? Uh, it felt um, it felt odd because I'd never been in like a big pool of salt. Yeah. Salt also, water. we're big dudes and we live in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get to be in big baths very yeah. often. Yeah. Usually, so, like, my knees are up to my fucking chin. It, it was weird because it's like it's not like being in the bathtub and it's not like being in a pool. It's it's you can still touch the sides if you reach out. Um, but I, I try to stabilize myself and without 
you know, I kept going back and forth between that, like trying to keep myself afloat, but you don't have to do that because you're in salt. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit of an adjustment to me. And plus I had, I had a couple cuts. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 If you got cuts <laughs> in that salt water, you're going to feel it. It was a little distracting. Um, but after like, after a while I was like, okay, I adjusted, I turned the light off and then I just kind of zoned out. Mm-hmm. Um, after a while I was able to just disconnect from, from rea- reality a little bit and i heard uh i heard like uh water flowing i heard some footsteps which you're not supposed to hear anything in these no yeah these like places. the rooms they'll when you first come in they walk you through kind of all the rooms and give you a general breakdown of what you're dealing with and you're like supposed to shower and all this stuff and they always tell you like yeah like it's a soundproof room so you're not going to hear anything coming mm-hmm. from outside it's your personal space but then of course your brain starts freaking out especially when you're like us you're used to city noise all the time oh, yeah. you hear the yeah. trains the birds the cars the mm-hmm. sirens you yeah, you, yeah you're never not hearing things mm-hmm. so then in a sense your brain's kind of like taking the smallest little sound and trying to figure out what it is and yeah. piece that puzzle together so then it's like oh i think you're hearing footsteps i think someone's in the room or you're hearing mm-hmm. talking so then it can if you don't trust the setting which is what that we always talk about with you are going to take a listen to Jen set and setting. You want yeah, to be in a calm, course, yes. you know, comfortable place. And it's, it's kind of sterile. It's kind of, it's, it's just, you don't feel comfortable yet the first couple of times because you don't know where the hell, and you're fucking just butt ass naked. <laughs> you're just uh, yeah. in, in, in an office space in a sense, yeah. in a private room, just naked, hanging out. And you're just terrified at some point. You're going to look around and just the, 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 the hostess is just like, are you done yet? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah it's uh it i believe it was like 30 minutes right that yeah was you can session? do uh 30 minutes or an hour yeah i think okay. an hour is the way to go in all honesty like um yeah. i don't have a whole lot of money so i didn't purchase that yeah because it, 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 it did take me like a good 10 15 minutes to actually just to adjust get chill. to it you yeah know? yeah so if you if you do an hour it's probably better then you can really like float away but there's a lot of like um tutorials online or people or, or uh, testimonials that people say like oh that's the best experience ever yeah so people are really joe rogan it. uh our main competitor in podcasting oh yeah of course very yeah. close yeah. in followers you ever tried um, dmt <laughs> <laughs> also our special guest is uh, elon musk come oh, on yeah, out yeah. elon oh yeah after, that's uh, great yeah i've tried it but yeah he's he's got a float tank in his house and he's like oh yeah, oh, yeah he loves fucking shit, lsd yeah. all the time and just plop in that that's the way yeah. to do it so at that yeah, point, you're yeah. like, I don't care who sees my balls on this. This is my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hop up in this tub. I don't give a shit. The maintenance has to be interesting on that. That is a, not so much the maintenance. At some point, you do have to have a maintenance guy, but just like the amount of salt you have to be able to oh, store. Oh, God. I was looking into it. I'm yeah. like, it's like 1,500 pounds of salt. Yeah, it's a ton. Oh yeah. my god! Like yeah. when you're when it's the for them obviously they have to change that water out regularly. Right? Yeah. When it's your home, probably not as much. But if it's still, just you, yeah. Still. I and, and plus like salt kills a lot of bacteria. So yeah. I mean that's why like you know pickles. That's why you should thing, eat you know? McDonald's fries, man. They kill all the bacteria inside just, you. It's <laughs> the best way <laughs> fill to a tub stay full of, healthy. <laughs> fill a bathtub full of McDonald's fries. You don't. <laughs> that's that's my Sunday, bro. Bring on the ketchup. The girlfriend comes home and I'm just butt ass naked. And she's like, "Oh, it's Sunday again." Yeah. It? yeah. I, what I what I like to do first is lather up uh, with uh, ketchup, uh, and then I just slide into the press. <laughs> slide in the press. Just wipe it on my body and eat it. 
I think MoMA would like that. Let's do that for MoMA. <laughs> yeah. 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 Museum of Modern Art. Uh-huh. In That's the, I'm just for, it's like a Shia LaBeouf piece. I'm just going to sit <laughs> in a bathtub full of ketchup and, Shia uh, and Shia LaBeouf. And then everyone gets to eat one fry with a bit of ketchup off of my body. Honestly, I would do that. That sounds like something stupid I would do. Yeah. And it's, it's, to- it's vegetarian. Yeah. Of course. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a good. discussion on how often uh, we torture cows, I think. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's make it that. Modern yeah, art needs to have a shitty ethos so no one just thinks you're a fucking <laughs> jag-off. Because you are ultimately just a jag-off. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was weird because I was, I was thinking about um, all this stuff we've done earlier. And I'm like, man, this is like two years ago. So whenever we record uh episode of the podcast we're like oh yeah we're trying to remember yeah all of these fucking stories you know <laughs> what's that thing i did on drugs again yeah shit can't um, remember so yeah i was gonna ask you about mm-hmm. um the uh the eye imagery that keeps popping up oh yeah oh, um, yes. yeah so after we did a couple of of Gansfeld sessions uh, again with some sort of psychedelic whether it be um lsd or mushrooms or something like that and then we noticed well john noticed after these sessions you kept having like these these visions like in mm-hmm. your in your dreams or you're, you're like half asleep in a mm-hmm. hypnagogic state i think it, uh what was uh it wasn't that it was new dreaming like in like when that in between i definitely have problems sleeping so sometimes i'll just be laying in bed and just you know kind of just with one with my thoughts and I think after the Gansfeld um, uh, and even kind of like sleep tank stuff and in, in taking meditation classes, you get more, in a sense, it's like you're paying better attention to the, the little nuancey shit that's happening uh, behind your eyes instead of just like trying to fall asleep. Uh, and I feel like you kind of get used to, like we were saying earlier, you got to get used to the float. Um, yeah. Taking hallucinogens, yeah. doing stuff like this, you kind of get used to... And it's strange because you're trying to be active and pay attention, but you also have to stay in a passive state. Like with meditation, they say, um, okay, first off, there's a lot of different practices of meditation and they'll Mm -hmm. tell you different things. But it's all variable. The variable is like, don't try to fight the thoughts that come into your head. Mm -hmm. You allow the thought to come in, you accept it, and you like say hello to that thought. And then calmly just stop paying attention to it so it moves on. You usher it out after a minute or so, yeah. And that's the the hardest part because once, like, the thing comes in your head, you're like, shit, I didn't send that email to Stacy. Fuck. Oh, no. And then, but you're trying to just accept that it is there and not let it spike your blood pressure and let it move on. And I I started noticing that when I would get weird visualizations when I couldn't sleep, it was kind of the same process of instead Mm -hmm. of letting it fuck with me or trying too hard to think about all of my life's failures as I tend to do, mm-hmm. um, like allowing this thing to happen. And I started noticing, so, you know, like when you got your eyes closed and you get all the like the little sparkly bits mm-hmm. and there's like, it's like almost looking at the stars at times. And then like you can kind of like the red of your blood pressure and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would notice that right in the center of my vision, it would look kind of uh, like an ephemeral black mass, like kind of like, almost like ripples of water kind of right at the center. And like there was no focused uh, shape or anything, but it was, it was actively moving. And if I could like calm my breathing down and get into a meditative state um, and do that like passive focusing on it, um, slowly it would start to open. Like I could see, and it didn't quite look like there was really anything beyond it, but it just wasn't the same blackness. So it did seem like Mm. I was looking beyond so there was just like this little bubbly, gurgly black hole opening up. And what would fuck with me, like if you kind of like there was just like a hole in the wall mm-hmm. 
and you were looking in that hole, like, oh, what's going on in there? And then suddenly someone slid in. Like, oh, they yeah. just slid in front of the hole, and suddenly there's an eyeball. And it's looking, but it's trying to find focus for a second. So it would, like, look mm -hmm. around, and then it would lock into me. And it felt like I was just making eye contact with someone who was, who knows what this thing was doing, just hanging out in its, you know, different dimension. And then suddenly yeah. this gurgly hole opened the wall, and he just looked to see what was going on, made eye contact with me, with me. we had a moment. Right. But usually, because it felt so real in the movements, it didn't feel like just like, you know, a dream that was happening. It Like when the eye pops in, it kind of takes a moment to look, it locks in on me, and every single time my blood pressure would just spike. Like I would immediately hit an adrenaline response. Because um, it was a mix of, holy shit, this is fascinating, mm -hmm. I want to stay here, I want to lock in, I want to get this hole open more. So. Now I'm pulling myself out of the passive state. Plus, I'm freaked out by it, <laughs> obviously. Um, and then it would close back up. And yeah. then it gets harder and harder to kind of get back into it because you're trying to open it versus <laughs> just allowing it to do it. Yeah. So then it's like it becomes a chase. But I noticed that if I could get it open again, it wouldn't, I didn't seem as confused. It would just kind of be there and waiting for me and like it would look right at me. So the first time, the first time you saw it, it definitely looked, did it look spooked or did it confused. look confused? Yeah. Confused, but like, also. So like, it's like you know someone comes to your door and you didn't know someone was coming up and you're like, yeah. who the fuck's? Oh, it's it's just you know it's James, whatever, no big deal. Okay, yeah. it was that kind of like, what the fuck? Oh, hey, what's up, man? Like yeah. it was just like staring back at me, like it was his job. <laughs> right. I think we talked about this too. I think that uh, we tried to analyze it before and we're like, maybe this is something that like you were not supposed to be in that realm yeah. either so yeah, yeah. it just it's walking along and it looked and I'm like what the fuck is that yeah and like looked in the hole and like what who the f what is that thing because mm -hmm. it may not know what a human is yeah you know i'd be like oh my god what the fuck is mm -hmm. you know and then after a while it gets acclimatized to it and, and it's like oh here's that weird thing again yeah it's it's so. coming that dude's back <laughs> that weird guy that is creepy back creepy dude staring at me again. yeah <laughs> he's always naked <laughs> whatever <laughs> so this and this was to uh to clarify this was you were no longer feeling the effects of of any kind of drug at all or um anything. i've gotten it in both um mm. i've definitely noticed that some nights like if we had taken um if you're unfamiliar with hallucinogens they're also still function like a stimulant like you're not mm -hmm. like it's not like cocaine you're not full of pep and energy and running around trying to rage but you're gonna stay awake. You're gonna. Yeah. You could take it half asleep, and now you're up for six hours. Yeah, it does you know? keep you up. Yeah. So it would be like sometimes it was just laying in bed, and I was stressed out, and I couldn't fall asleep for whatever reason because I was just overthinking everything as I tend to do. Or maybe it was a night where like I had been partying a little bit, and the hallucinogens haven't worn off fully, and I'm trying to get into the relaxation state so that I'm a little more available, I guess, for that kind of thing, for that kind of connection to be made. Right. Yeah. Um, I would say it started more on nights where I had been on something on the tail end. And mm -hmm. then as it, as I got comfortable with it, it started happening more, uh, when I was not. Right. Oh, yeah. We, we might have to, we're gonna, we're gonna take we're, a we're little break. Yeah. We're gonna take a little break. And we'll the neighbors are getting, getting Someone's ready to party. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. All right, now we're back from our break. Um, we had to close the windows. It was there partying. Was, there was Those damn neighbors. People partying over and there. A free <laughs> weekend and Fourth of July weekend, and they're, they're outside making noise. Yeah, disgusting. It's horrible. Do you think you are? Get yeah. in my house. Record a <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> Get back inside, record a podcast. Come on now. This is the only way anyone should ever communi- communicate from now on. Yeah. You rec- you and I record podcasts and we listen to our friends' podcasts. We never meet in person. We no. never speak. That is the way God intended. And we only talk about Squarespace. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good segue to our... Uh... <laughs> There's our ad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we uh, before before the break, we were talking about the, uh, the eye imagery, uh, the eyeball that, that pops up. Was this... Um, was this eyeball when it came in? Was it like two dimensional or was it three dimensional? Three dimensional. It felt like I was actually making eye contact with someone. Yeah, which is what was so unnerving. Like I would say, I'm already a person that doesn't make a lot of eye contact. I tend to just kind of <laughs> stare off and talk, and then I'll come back to you. So eye contact yeah. is already like something that well, like I have to kind of focus on, and it can it can make me anxious. So when it happened, of course, it's it's very strange. I feel like there's yeah. someone right here in my room, right hovering over me and just making eye contact, and it is, it's unnerving, yeah. <laughs> to say yeah. the least. Very jarring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I couldn't imagine because if you're, you're just just laying there trying to experiment with a, a weird jelly that you see, and then all of a sudden eyeball comes and look at you, it's like oh my god, Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. So and this and you said that there was a you were able to like manipulate it a little bit. You were able to open up the. Uh, I can play with orifice. it. With yeah. I, it's it's always a mix of like the, like I said the passive, uh, but still being like passively active in the situation. Right. So not trying to push it too hard because the moment I would push it too hard, it just goes away and I'm back in black. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so it's trying to be like. It's more about focusing on my my state of like staying calm, doing my breath work. And it's almost like allowing yourself to be available to it mm-hmm. is more of the focus than actually trying to open it. Right. Which some nights when I would be a little bit more like in an in-between awake state, um, I if I could, I had my focus right, I could keep reopening it and reopening it and reopening it. But I could never keep it open very long. It always, at some point, it would become too active or I'd become mm-hmm. too stressed and it would close. Yeah. But I could keep doing it. Um, I've never been able to open enough to see anything more of the creature, anything more than the eye. Um, right. It seems human. It feels human mm-hmm. uh, in a sense. It looks like a normal human eye. Mm-hmm. When it passes, like when it comes over, it, it seems like standard skin tone right. um, around it. Because um, there, there was like, there was the black orifice, there was the hole, and then there was the eye behind the hole. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if there was like a fence and you were looking through. Yeah, and I had to, I had to, in a sense, manipulate the the whole, the 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 ephemeral black goo, as I've described it. Membrane. Yeah. yeah, and like sometimes, sometimes I won't even like really get to the eye, but I can just keep moving around uh, the black, like the the ephemeral parts, the gooey bits. I can mm-hmm. kind of keep moving those and playing with them, but sometimes I can't ever really get the hole open or find the eye. But right. so yeah, it's 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 a very strange experience to to feel because it doesn't just feel like if you're having a dream even like a daydream like you can't there's no activity to it you just mm-hmm. are letting it happen yeah. um and this is strange because it feels more connected it feels almost real because of the way that it's a it's a play between me and it yeah and you were in like half asleep so yeah usually like, a, like yeah. half asleep like a little too awake but completely exhausted at the same time like my brain's awake and my body's mm-hmm. asleep yeah. kind of thing so I'm, I can yeah. be very relaxed and half out of it. I could probably fall asleep at any moment, but my brain is just active enough to keep overthinking a lot of things or, or being really in. The, and then when this happens, being really actively in the moment. Yeah. I had a, a situation like that. It wasn't, um, 
like that per se, but it, w- it was a lucid dream. I've had plenty mm-hmm. of like lucid dreams in the past. Um, it was like a, a day when I was like, I was really like overworked. I don't know. I was doing something physical. I was like working on them, uh, painting the apartment or something like that. But I was uh, really like tired and my body was just like ready to clonk out. But I had been drinking a lot of caffeine. Mm-hmm. So my body was just like poop out. And then my brain kept going and going and going, you know. So and that's when I had a weird lucid dream where I was like, walking around my apartment and I actually like walked through one of the doors so it's it's debatable if it was an actual like astral projection or if it was lucid dreaming so, yeah because yeah. I actually felt the uh, resistance of the door when I put my hand through the door mm. and I walked through the door um, it was it was strange do you tend to have more lucid dreaming uh, because you sought it out like you went to bed with the mission of going through the the movements of trying to achieve it or is it something that more naturally just kind of happens um it's it's been both like Mm -hmm. i've been like trying to lucid dream in the past and sometimes it just happens sometimes i'll be in a dream and then i'll suddenly realize that it's a dream and that's when i start lucid dreaming so it's like okay now i can control this this landscape i can fly i can you know do whatever i can run really fast or something like that um, but yeah, sometimes I, I, it just happens. It just happens to me where my brain is really like really active before, before bedtime. Um, like I said, it usually happens if I have a little bit of caffeine. Um, but I'm just like so physically tired that I just, just clonk out. Um, that's, and this also happened when I had, um, a dream within a dream. <laughs> there was some inception going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were, there was a situation where I woke up in a dream and I thought I was awake but it turns out I was still in the dream, but I kept trying to wake myself up. I feel like that would, so I don't dream a lot. I don't know why. Um, I, I know that they say that just everyone dreams and you don't remember it. I never wake up almost ever remembering anything other mm-hmm. than just being completely zonked. Um, so when, when that happens, when you suddenly realize, like, what is the emotional response? Is it, is it scary? Is it, is it exciting? Does it kind of, how does it, yeah? How how does that feel both I guess physically and emotionally? Uh, I think it feels it's feels kind of cool at first because <laughs> it's like okay now I can control this uh, this landscape, but at the same time I'm like okay I have control over what's going on, but I can't actually wake myself up. I, there has been like a couple of times where I've experimented like I use like the the shaky trick. So if I'm in the dream, I just kind of like shake myself from side to side. And that will trigger like my actual body in real life to shake until it wakes me up, you know. So I'm like, like okay, I gotta figure out how to get out of here because I just don't want to be this in this place anymore. This is too weird for me. So I'm like, I just shake my body and hopefully it triggers my physical body to actually wake myself up. And it it does work sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I've had I've had a lot of weird like when you're stuff. when you're lucid dreaming you so you know uh sometimes like when you're in a dream and a fight happens and you're like you wind up for the punch and it's like you can never really hit them or you yeah. do and it's just like your fist is just like goo you just like hitting you're like that i can hit hard. i'm gonna get my ass kicked i can i should be able to hit harder and you get into that scared state of like why can't i hit or even i would say the other one is like 
oh, I'm going to fuck. This is going to be yeah. a good time. I'm going to fuck. And then you never fuck in the dream. <laughs> you're just constantly <laughs> losing your mind. And just you, like, when you're driving there, you're driving, yeah, you're driving, and you you're driving. Never and you're like, never land. You're like, damn it. I just, this is going to be great. And then the moment it's about to happen, you just wake up. Oh, is it? Do you still struggle yeah. now that you're in control with that kind of limitation of a dream? Oh, yeah, sure. I still yeah. have, like, I have lucid dreams, but I still have, like, just regular dreams as, mm-hmm. as well. Like, I had... Uh, a couple of dreams. This is th- these are like really annoying dreams because in the dream, I'll be going to the store and I'll buy bread and I come home and then when I wake up, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna go make myself a sandwich. <laughs> I'm like, there's no bread. And I'm like, but I bought bread. And I was like, no, that was a dream. Fuck. <laughs> I have that problem with my partner, except for she wakes up and she's mad at me about something <laughs> I did in a dream. She, she literally it was this morning. <laughs> I, I'm like half asleep and she's waking up to go to the gym and she's like, I know you were texting so-and-so and I was like, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> I was like, asleep. What, what are you, you talking doing? about? She's like, oh, I had a dream that I found in your phone that you were messaging this one girl a whole lot that I hate and I oh, was so pissed. That's, that's my fault? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, fuck you, don't text her. She's like, I'm not going to fucking text her, you idiot. Go to your goddamn class already. Why am I in trouble for something I didn't do? I do plenty to be in trouble for. Like stick, let's stick to reality. <laughs> Don't you fucking text her. I, I have not spoken to her in two years. <laughs> do not worry. <laughs> um, to um, yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> trying to think of a good segue. Uh, but no, to well, to. to before you jump too far, I will maybe this. I guess maybe what I'll do uh, is I'll ask this, knowing that maybe you already have a plan for this. Mm-hmm. But don't you also have a, a background with seeing an eye creature as well? Uh, yes, yeah, actually, yeah. That's that's one of my bullet points here. Um, it was the the goat god experience that I had w- while doing the Gansfeld experiment. Mm-hmm. So, set the scene. I need to, yeah, I need to take a deep breath for this one because this is this, this is this is a out. big one. This one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this was this was rough. Like, yeah, you've had two that I've been witness to when you come out and you are freaked the fuck out by it. Yeah, it can. That's the thing about uh, doing the Gansfeld, especially with with psychedelics. I know I know for a fact in my mind that psychedelics do have a like a psychic property to them. Mm-hmm. They can help bring that stuff out, especially mushrooms. I think mushrooms are more natural than. LSD is more more of a chemical, but mushrooms definitely bring some sort of like psychic ability out from you. Um, so we were uh, doing this stuff. It was usually in the basement, which is your old room. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had set it up. We had taken some mushrooms, um, and then I was laying there, and we set up the Gansfeld. I had the light on me had the uh the ping pong balls over my eyes and, and you I don't know remember... what he's talking about and that sounds weird listen to the first episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah go back to the to the first yeah. one so it's called the gansfeld effect we are recreating that um but usually with the gansfeld effect you have a uh, sender and a receiver and a lot of times we just do these open sessions where we just we just lay there we're not trying to um get data from another person we're just we're just kind of laying there in letting it, it wash over us just, see what yeah. happens so the usual stuff happened. Um, like you started hearing uh, weird voices, whispers, and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, I had done it a couple of times, so now I was like a little bit emboldened, right? So I was like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push it. I want to see how far I can go with this, you know. 
Um, so, and I kept thinking in the back of my mind, I was like, like, I want to know things. I want knowledge. I want to know what's out there. Um, so I kept, I kept like pushing and pushing, pushing further, um, out there into the ether. And then, uh, I was suddenly, I was like transformed to another place and what appeared in front of me was like a uh best way i can describe it is like if you if you know what baphomet looks like but it was like all i could see is the face so it's a classic like baphomet um archetype character but the difference was the the face the horns the arms everything was covered in eyes completely covered in eyeballs <laughs> which was so strange. Yeah. Were all the eyeballs me. kind of moving independently and focusing on different things or that I don't I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I uh, probably I think there was there was some blinking going on too. But yeah, there was imagine that, you know, the the Baphomet face where it's like the um the goat with the horns and um it has like shoulders and arms and like like a body as well. And torso it was just, of a man. A torso, yeah. So there was just, just eyes everywhere. Eyes on the snout, eyes on the horns, eyes on everything. And it told me that it was the the god of knowledge. <laughs> and it basically just looked Which at theoretically me. Satan is, Baphomet. Yeah, Baphomet, yeah. So, um, and it was, it was a uh, telepathic communication which I know sounds crazy when I say it, but I know it's... We're talking about a goat covered in eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. I think telepathy is the least fucked up thing yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, so... And, and I knew it, w- it was telepathic because it was hap- It was like an instant transfer of information. So if I'm talking to you, it has to form in my mind, it has to go down to my mouth, spit it out into the world, and then your ears have to catch it, and then it has to process... And then you have to form a response. It was f- so much faster than that. Hmm. It was lightning speed, and it was like c- telling me back and back and forth like that. And um, and you're just thinking, I want to fuck that goat. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck. That goat. And the goat's like, I'm 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 here with you. I can like, hear this. I can, I can oh, hear what shit. you're saying to me right now. <laughs> like, I'll still fuck you, goat, but like get out of my head, bro. <laughs> yeah, and that that was uh, that was the one of the strangest experiences I have ever had. I think that as soon as that was like over i i got control of myself and i i I just wrenched the fucking the headphones off and i sat right up and i was like whoa whoa i just kind of walked around the room like oh shit and you guys are looking at me so scared like like oh what because you were super calm you were just laying there doing the thing because normally like when we do it it can like we can sit there for 15 20 minutes yeah and like, we don't want to make a whole lot because already you get every time you do it you freak out at some point like were you walking around I'm like no i was sitting in the chair quietly staring yeah, at little you. things like that. yeah you you're, you already get kind of paranoid that i'm moving or doing something yeah so usually we'll just like sit there and be on our phones or do something else and just kind of chill and but still observe you because we want to like make sure your breathing isn't getting completely yeah. erratic or like any signs of potential distress we don't want to mm-hmm. miss that while you're in <laughs> acting <laughs> acting stupid on drugs um yeah. you know so we're yeah. like i'm just sitting there you seem fine your breathing was maybe a little more accelerated but nothing concerning and then you just bolted straight upright and ripped that cans off your head oh, and just started yeah. freaking out and i was like what and you didn't even know how to explain what you saw for a little while you had to kind of walk it off and process it wasn't like 
like when you see something happen, you're like, oh yeah, I can tell you it just happened. It was it, to you, you could tell it was kind of like you you had to really process all the different a- elements of it and put it into a clear picture. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if anybody uh, has seen this before or <laughs> something like that, let us know. Yeah, email us. You uh, you did research too, and you didn't really find a whole lot on this creature. Like, there's not a lot of there's definitely creatures covered in eyeballs and mythology right. and stuff but not yeah. specifically what you saw no the, the only thing like that came close was like the nephilim uh from like the the actual uh what people saw as angels back in the day like not not the uh um halo and the, the wings and stuff like that but the actual like scary like ring of eyeballs it's like i am god you know that really also if you really like, think about it those christians for how much they hate the gays they're always painting half naked torsos of men just like yeah. glistening in the sun with sweat and they're like oh we could have been an angel covered in eyeballs but instead i want this blonde haired man <laughs> with rippling abs no no homo no homo yeah but uh really i want pretty I just, man ooh, to, make yeah. sure like he's only wearing like just a bit of fabric over his dick <laughs> no homo <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm gonna say like, that again. Yeah, that's good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. I yeah, like yeah. that. Let's just paint yeah. that on the walls on the church where we're we're not supposed to have sex. <laughs> it's really not gay. It's not gay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that was very, very strange. I think the um, the other one that compares to that was I think I saw like a there was like a a, a face that looked like a bee. Ew, I'm allergic. Yeah, sounds allergic too. So we don't, we don't, we try not to go to those places. No, the B sex raves. <laughs> I always have to skip the B sex rave. It's not. It's a bummer. It seems yeah. like a good time. Um. So th- with this Gansfeld stuff, like we uh, learned here, I'll ask you this question, John: mm-hmm. Is 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 the Gansfeld a fun party trick to bust um, out for your friends? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, uh, so this might be a, a strange sentiment, but like. <laughs> Freaking your friends out when you're on hallucinogens uh, can go sideways uh, yeah. quick. And when you're also on the hallucinogen, you're not always like in the best condition to deal with a friend in a panic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's if people aren't accustomed to it, because it scared the shit out of us. But yeah. Like, at least like when it was just me and you, I knew I could trust you. And I'm just. I don't know. I'm down to fucking clown, I guess. So yeah. it was like, even if I'm freaked out, I find it exciting. I want to get involved. But when like everyone just shows up to have a, a party and you're like, Hey, let me put you under this red light <laughs> where you can't hear us, but we can hear you. And you're just going to start saying shit. Mm-hmm. You know, your friends might freak out and then grab a ceremonial drum that they were gifted as a child from the native American side of their family. And then they run around the room, banging on a drum and having a freak out. You yeah. Know? So what I am referring to is, <laughs> is, is my birthday party. Woof. Which was like, was that last year? Yeah, that was, yeah, it was 2020. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, this yeah. is still during the pandemic. Yeah, so we, you know, uh, Cato, which is John's uh, partner, had, had asked me, like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I was like, well, I want to do some, like, you know, some weird, like, psychic experiment stuff. You know, that's the stuff I'm into. The usual, yeah, what everyone does. The usual. Yeah. You know, usually, like when we do it, like I said, it's it's a very controlled environment. We 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 only do like these these psychedelics when it's just me and John, and we're doing something very scientific. But there was this time where it's like, okay, we had a couple friends over, and let's just see if we can do this. We did this in a group setting. Um, Kato did, it and she got some some weird stuff too. Yeah, Kato's attuned to that kind of stuff. She's very yeah. spiritual. She really believes in like the energy of the universe and and. and 
how that affects people. And she's just from a more spiritual, witchy kind of uh, family. So yeah. she she she's more like us in that. Like she'll she'll roll with it and try and figure it out while freaked out. Yeah. So when I did it, I there was a couple of different things that came through that night. It was it was very like we got a lot of stuff. There, there was a lot of shit that, that, that came through that night. So the, the first time, I did it in, like, four different uh, parts. Um, so the first one, I put on the headphones and I put on the red light and all that shit. And, like, within, like, a minute, I get this sense of, like, marching. Like, the the entire human race, all one voice, one goal, like, the entire planet united. And I was like, "Whoa, that's a, I, don't, I don't like that." <laughs> that was like fascism. I'm not into it. <laughs> that was weird. And then the uh, the second time I did it, um, I got the um, I got visuals of a man uh, leaning against a truck, the bullet hole in his chest in the middle of the desert. It was like a uh, military uniform. I couldn't tell which country or anything, but uh, I was just in a desert. And um, I think that Cato had some kind of like similar like uh military-esque i think so too yeah if i yeah. remember correctly yeah she had some military she got a lot of voices mm-hmm. she was at one point when we because we were all still hanging out and drinking beer and like yeah. shooting the shit because she uh the can she had on she really couldn't hear us so we were being quiet but i don't know where she starts talking so we all kind of got quiet and listened because it sounded like she was hearing us so we're like oh shut the fuck up like that's what i thought too yeah. because it, like you guys were all in the living room i was in the kitchen and um, I thought Katie was talking to us. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, I said this. And you guys were like, shh. And I was like, oh, she's not talking to us? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And she kept like, mo- <laughs> she was like, keep, kept moving her head left and oh, right. Like yeah, she was trying around. to locate yeah. uh, the source of the sounds. And she was saying like the voices were changing and they kept asking her stuff. So right. when she pulled the headphones, or, or, yeah, the headphones off, she's like, what, what were you guys saying? We're like, not a fucking thing. We, we were just anything. listening to you. And yeah. she was really locking in a conversation, and I think she also mentioned something military, something marching like. Right. Uh, like it it, I think she said something like someone was oh, making orders uh, that yeah. she was trying to touch base on. And she said a name too, and we looked up the person. It was, it was, it was somebody who was like uh, had had died recently, um, but they were a pre, they were a vet, they mm-hmm. were a veteran. So, mm-hmm. and, but it was like a older older gentleman. Um, yeah, that was odd. So and then it freaked out everybody in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the third, the third time I went in, because um, it was just like we we would like hang out, we're partying, and then I just kind of do it. I just we're taking turns doing this. Um, third time um, is when it got. This is when it when it freaked everybody out. So, I when I did it the third time, I saw a face, and the face kind of looked like a jester, and the jester was telling me that the human race is a joke. And a life is a joke. And he just showed me like this vortex of like swirling numbers. And, and I was like, and I'm like saying this stuff out loud because I'm dictating like what I'm seeing. Um, and that's when like I, somebody tapped me on the shoulder. So I took off the headphones and everybody's like, nope, stop. Nope, let's do it. Yeah, we're done. And then Kato brought out the sage. Uh, Dove brought out the the drum. And he's beating on the drum, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, you were Maybe starting to say like... some pretty creepy ass shit. <laughs> I thought it was great, but that's me. 
Everyone else is starting to freak out. I was like, no, let that fucker go, man. <laughs> yeah, let's figure this out. I was like, yeah. I felt like I disagree with the Joker in, in this situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, life's a joke. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's a cruel you know? joke. Yeah. I'm stuck living in it. But yeah, that that um, that seemed to freak everybody out, um, which is not, it's not what I want to do in a party. I don't want to no. like scare people. You know, no. I don't. With this stuff, it's like we are, John and I are, are definitely seekers of knowledge with this mm-hmm. type of thing that we're doing. Like, I I'm definitely have a thirst for knowledge. Like, I want to know what's out there, you know. I want to know the bigger picture. Yeah, and because of you and these experiments, I do now, too. Like, we said in the first episode, the first time you brought up the Gansfeld, I was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I'll take drugs and do anything. Well, yeah, not take sure. drugs. I keep saying drugs. I mean, hallucinogens. Yeah, hallucinogens. Um, I'll yeah. take hallucinogens and and do whatever as right. long as it's not going to be violent or get us in too much trouble. Right. Yeah, so it's just like, I, yeah. Yeah, try. But now, and I think what is interesting is I never get strong imagery or visions or dreamlike states. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've obviously had some pretty intense shit when it came to, like, the images in the manila folder and being able to pull out those details. Right, yeah. Um, but I think it made it really difficult on me for a while when we were doing it more regularly because... You gave me the thirst for the knowledge, the thirst to want to understand whatever the fuck it is we're toying with, mm-hmm. and then having a personal experience to fall back on and go, there's something here. This isn't right. just a theoretical thing to me yeah. anymore. And then not be, like, again, because it's such an, a passive activity, and I get so ramped, like, on wanting to, <laughs> to figure it out and understand it and, and play with yeah. it and control it. And then a lot of times I can't get back there. Yeah. Um, and then, and also when I hear what you see, like, you know, goat heads with covered in eyeballs and mm-hmm. the, there was one that you, I don't think you brought up yet where you saw a whole civilization on a different planet dying and beaming oh, out yeah 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 tell them that yeah, one yeah that, that was that was the DMT experience that I that I that I tied that I had um so it was the first time I ever tried tried DMT um and I was like, again, laying in your bed. I don't know why we use your bed for. Because my my room was always just the quiet. It was in the basement, so it was, it was really quiet. quiet. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about so much noise. It was right. dark. It was quiet. Yeah, we weren't around anyone. It just made the most sense. Yeah, I always felt bad though. It was like we do all these weird psychic experiments, and then I just go home and mm-hmm. I leave. And it's like, okay, have, mm-hmm. have a good time trying to sleep tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I didn't even really mind. It wasn't until, in a sense, Dove took my old room because I've moved out to live with my partner. Mm-hmm. So our our good friend Dove uh, has my room, and we're like, let's not do what we did to <laughs> me, to him, because that's kind of fucked up and weird. Yeah. Like, he doesn't like the shit. Like, he tried it the one night at the birthday party, and he's like, nope, that is no. That's a hard no for me. So yeah, it we turn out to poison the energy in that room. Yeah, it freaks him out. I, I think it did that that night. We'll, you know, we'll talk more about that. But it, it did, um, it brought some weird energy into into the apartment that mm-hmm. night, which is what I try not to do. Yeah, I, I would, I, without, like, really specifying any names, I think what was interesting, too, is it. We'd all tried the Gansfeld that night a couple of times. Most people didn't get much for results. Most were just like, that felt like a moderately relaxing, weird waste of my time. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's not a terrible thing. You're never mad about that. Mm-hmm. Cato got good reactions. I got some light ones. Um, Dove got a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But um, one of the people in the party after yours, it was... It was like, and I understand, again, we're talking about hallucinogens, and that can really ramp you up and put you in a weird mental state. But it was, once he got freaked out, it was like he, uh, um, the thing we, I keep like dancing around not wanting to use this word, but it was like he was possessed. He was, 
not acting his usual character. Yes, he was stressed out by what he had seen. Um, yes, he has a little bit of a spiritual background, but he it sent him into this uh, kind of blind rage. Like he re- he was acting like he was under attack. And then yeah. when we would try to calm him down and help him, he would kind of put that attack energy on us. Like we became threats at times too. And it really right. And we've we've all freaked out. We've all done stupid shit. We've all had bad days. Uh, and we've all witnessed that of each other, but it was something we'd never seen of him and his energy was very paranoid, it was very fearful. Yeah. And he didn't even sound like himself. Like No, he didn't sound and he didn't look like himself. Either. Yeah. He looked very different from what I've like I know him as. And it was just it was strange to see that. And I was like, Okay, I, <laughs> I can't deny uh and I like I, I, I had uh I hit you up the day after and I was like I was like, I'm gonna tell John that there was some weird, like, there was, like, a minor possession going on. I was like, you know what? But that's stupid. I was that. And then you hit me up and you're like, I, yo, I think something, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, came into it. Like, like, oh, my God, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think there was there was a, uh, without sign, sounding too kooky, like, there was a minor possession that happened. I think something was, like, Something occupying. was let in, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, so. it was, and, like, you're, what we keep talking about is every, a lot of times we, we find some other creature, some other potential thing that mm-hmm. we're trying to communicate with that can literally be in your head communicating. Like there's, right. if the if there is a possibility that any of this is real, and I feel comfortably like just after the one Gansfeld experiment I did with the with the envelope, mm-hmm. that there is some modicum of truth to this somehow. Sure. That it, if you are tapping into something that is interdimensional or just well outside of our conscious understanding what is the possibility of bringing that with you we don't know right we're just chuckle fucks like <laughs> da- dancing around in a, uh what someone else's dimension or whatever sure and yeah. who knows what we might be able to and we might have dragged a little something into the room because it didn't it, it, for a little while and things didn't feel right. right like the energy was off the room it didn't feel in control mm-hmm. people were uncomfortable um and it was it was strange it was it was a an unfortunate birthday, mm. uh, but an, a, a unique experiment for us. Well, I did say that I wanted that. Yes, so. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> you did. Request. You did manifest this. <laughs> I requested it. Like, let's do weird experiments for my birthday. This is being fine. Well, we were at that point too. We were talking about because you had just purchased. Well, we had just purchased the the God helmet. Yeah. And one of the experiments, I guess, with the God helmet was: is there a way to? achieve these things like do the Gansfeld while under the helmet so in a sense we can <coughs> apologies um, so that we could skip the drugs part Sure. Like, yeah. as much as yeah. we do enjoy taking hallucinogens mm-hmm. under like proper controls and like not obviously we're not just run around all the time mm-hmm. fist full and hallucinogens in our mouth we're not Hunter Thompson No. Um, but we, we enjoy the experience I both of us dealing with anxiety and depression we like how it helps to kind of manage that and give you this lengthy period, especially with mushrooms, like this uh, this levity afterwards. Like it mm-hmm. feels like you can help process mm-hmm. some of the darker parts of your uh, psyche a little bit better afterwards. Yeah. So we like those parts. We like hanging out with, with each other while we do it, doing the experiments. So we're we're more. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say because we're we're talking about things that we don't like. We we know that something is there. Something is available, but we don't know. We don't know the extent. Um, right. I feel like that, that thought process was gonna, is going to sound terrible when I re-listen to this. <laughs> I was just saying no, things and trying fine. to come to a conclusion. Um, 
But yeah, it's it is a it's a very wild, scary, strange opportunity that really has no rules that we're aware of yet. Yeah. Other yeah, than so, don't be too controlling of it. It's not yours. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's 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 weird because it's like um, you're not like researching something on the internet and then and then giving it to the audience here like this is stuff that we've actually done ourselves Mm -hmm. this is stuff that we go out there and we're like hey here's an incomplete thought that was weird Mm -hmm. um do with that what you will it's not a very self-contained yeah i think it's just like here's a weird thing i mean i don't know if we'll ever figure it out maybe we'll figure it out maybe the bull well that's what this podcast is for (laughs) solving the universe for our 15 million russian list also there's now been more millions of uh followers since we started recording about every 20 minutes yeah we have the live feed on the twitch um (laughs) i'm currently shaking my titties while sitting in a bathtub and recording this right that's popular on twitch right now and and the kremlin's just like popping right now loving it Pop in. <laughs> um, yeah. What are the parties in the Kremlin like? That place oh, has it's, it's to be, be insane. Dope, yeah. yeah, but it's it's also it's it's fun, but it's also very Soviet. So it's like very Soviet. Soviet fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't so. smile while you have fun. No, no, you can dance, but yeah, yeah, don't yeah. smile. No, you know? never, never smile. Only vodka. That's it. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, we're rolling now. We had a little technical issue. Yep, because we're amateurs. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we're back. Last time we were talking about the uh, the Kremlin and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Party at the Kremlin. Um, but yeah, the you had asked me about the DMT experience that I had. Yes. So, um, it was the first time I ever had it. Um, and it was um, a little strange. It was, it was hard to get into at first. It was hard to relax. Um, and for, it's for hard like, to relax on DMT. It's yeah, an, it's an aggressive hallucinogen. It like it didn't like it was mixed with with uh, with weed uh, for me. So I, I'd smoked yeah. it with weed. So like it was like nothing was happening. Nothing was happening for like a good ten minutes, and then I was like, it's always when you, you're expecting something that nothing comes along. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what's happening? What's happening? And then at that point, I just decided to give up and stop trying to look for something. Like that's ah, the fuck key. It. And that is the key. Which is what That's I what struggle with the most because I'm a control freak. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm going to manifest this. And then it's like 15 minutes of nothingness that taunts me. Yeah. that And that's the same. It's the same thing with Gansfeld. It's like yeah. you can't you can't keep expecting something. Like, when is it going to happen? And then you, you just have to relax and say, okay, you know what? Let the universe take control and I'll just, I'll just sit back and... Let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see some weird stuff. Um, but yeah. So it... Uh, for like ten minutes goes by, nothing is happening. I'm like, all right, fucking, I'll just, I'll just relax and just try to enjoy this. Um, and I, I relaxed, and that's when it hit me. Um, all of a sudden, this this feeling of like um, urgency came over me, and I got, I got this these visuals of like these light beings, and they're they were they were dying, and their planet was dying. Um, and what I was getting felt like a pre-recorded message and it kept saying, it kept repeating, like, send the message out, send the message out. And it, I just, I, I saw images of like l- all these light by beings on this planet and this planet was no longer inhibitable and it was, the planet was actually killing them. So, and I'm like, I came out of it like, oh, uh, uh, guess I'll go back to 
the party now. <laughs> Back to just watched normal. mass genocide of an entire planet. Let's get ripped, yeah, bro. That's fun. Um, Let's hang out. And so, and and then I thought, like, okay, if this was a a message that someone was sending out, we could have been like 250 million light years away. Mm-hmm. And like, how long ago was this? Was this like four billion years ago that this yeah, happened? And and I'm just like connected with our planet <laughs> right as he decided to take an incredibly potent hallucinogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got that weird. Uh, felt like pre- it felt like pre-recorded message. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I'm like, okay, well. I can't do anything about that, which sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I got your message. <laughs> sorry, guys. Got your message. I, can I can't, can't help you out. I hope you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So back to the the birthday, uh, Gansfeld stuff where things got weird. Um. So this is this is the last the last time I went into it. So I did it four times in total. And we're kind of like switching out from other people. Um, and this was the strangest one, and it was also the one that kind of that, that freaked me out a little bit. We shouldn't drink so Keep much. Beer I'm, I'm drinking beer. Yeah, we're both burping <laughs> off the <laughs> mic and trying to hold a conversation <laughs> like fucking chumps. I think I have like like three beers in. Um, yep. Yeah, we're like five or six beer. We've had three since recording. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Why is it so carbonated? <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the last one at my birthday party, the last uh, the Gansfeld thing that I did. Um, was really strange. So it started out, um, I was being drawn into a bright light and then that light went away and I was actually looking at my hands and it looked like my hands were these like geometric shapes. So everything in like beyond my hands was like just this geometric spectrum there was like mountains in the distance it was almost like i was playing like an early 90s like video game some vr or some shit like that um and i i then i was being shown like this small and soft square was like like a membrane so it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing that you saw too with the eye so in 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 my mind's eye i i pushed through the membrane with my geometric hand and then when I did that, it, it drew me in. And then again, I was surrounded by light. And um, it was like it was like a million millions of, of people just hugging me and like sharing their love. And then like I got a very warm feeling, not like temperature warm, but of mm-hmm. like emotionally warm feeling. Um, just being engulfed by this light and just millions and millions of people saying like, we're so glad you're here. We're so happy to see you. And that's when I was like, I gotta go. Weird party. I was like, I was like, this is, is like, I am going to Gansfeld myself into death. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to kill myself by doing that because it's so inviting to to be there to and be everyone's stuck. like yeah everyone's yeah. like well we love you and it's great that to have you here and we're so glad you're here um and it wasn't like i actually saw anybody 
You it just was needed just, the presence. People were there. Yeah. You know, like I was like, I gotta get out of here. This is too. It felt too good. Yeah. It felt too warm, mm-hmm. too inviting. I was like, this. Is, I. I. I'm just be alive. That's that's where the danger <laughs> should happen. You're like, oh, I would like to go back. And you're like, nah, that's how you get stuck. Yeah. That's you don't get you, stuck in there. Yeah, it's how you leave your own reality a little too much. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. We're. uh We've been going for about an hour now. We really want to get to this experiment that we're going to do. Yes. We're going to run a Gansfeld today. Um, so it'll either be on this episode or we're going to put it on the next episode. However, I chop it up. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to go do that. We're going to have some good times. Um, at some point, I'm going to make a, a YouTube page. There's going to be Instagram and Facebook and, and uh, Gmail that you can contact contact us at. So be looking for that. My name is James Whalen. This is Jonathan Wickholm. Do you go by John or Jonathan? I mean, whatever you want to call me. I'm okay. Easy Peasy. Cool. Yeah. Easy Peasy. You can call him uh, Easy Peasy Wickholm if there you, you want go. to. Yeah. That's, that's my poor name. <laughs> yeah. So uh, quickly say, what's your middle name? I love your middle name. <laughs> if you, but you don't have to. If you don't I don't mind. To. I don't yeah, mind. Okay. It is a silly name. It's Holger. Holger. Yeah, it's, is that? Uh, it's what is Scandinavian. That? Scandinavian. Swedish. <laughs> my whole name is Swedish as fuck. I, 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 other than Jonathan. Jonathan Holger Wickholm. Holger, Holger. Yeah, which if most Americans, it's Holger Wickholm. Holger, which sounds awful. It's, no. I hate when Americans say my name. And but when you say it, like with that inflection, Holger, Holger it, it sounds like you're gonna like bash someone's skull. Yeah, it sounds badass. Yeah. When I was in Sweden, everyone <laughs> loved it. They're like, "Oh, your middle name's Holger." Holger. No one uses that name anymore. That's like a grandpa's name, and it was my grandpa's name actually, so it made sense. Yeah. And then a buddy of mine actually named his kid Holger. Yeah. Because um, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, that was uh, someone in his family too," and I'm reminded him of it so we named it but so it's like it's a badass name there when pronounced correctly here it's, it's stupid <laughs> but yeah yeah John but that's, uh, Vicolma. Vicolma. yeah so that that'll, that's it for the show uh later episodes we're gonna do some more experiments uh more Gansfeld stuff we're gonna talk about the guy whoop just banged on the table whacking um, shit we're gonna talk about the god helmet we're gonna bust that out at some point uh, but yeah cool stuff to come all right see you later see you I need uh, goggles. Cool. Just didn't want to grab and fuck anything up over there. Nah, All right. Here we go. John is going in. Yeah, hit me with the light. All right, lights coming on. So full red wash, obviously, but slight kind of dark spaces scattered throughout, and it start fractaling a little bit. Centers kind of darkening, fractaling a little bit more. It's like dead in the center of the sh- of the red. The white noise is starting to almost sound more like water, like trickling water on top of the the white noise. The red is starting to look more like. Uh, like the close-up of skin. Almost kind of sounds like there's a, like a playground in the background. Almost sounds like little kid voices I can't make out. Can hear birds chirping. For a moment I saw through the red what looked like an eyeball, but like not opening up. 
like we talked about, like it was a part of the red in the fractals. Get in the eyeball again. In white spots now. Almost looks like it's opening up to the white. I keep getting the eyeballs. I keep floating around. And it's like a, not like an, the ball, like just an, a vacant ball, but it looks like the eye of a person. Like you can see the skin uh, and kind of the socket, the skin around the socket of the eye. And glints of light, like white reflection off of it. Looks like there's a shadow just to my right, like top right and above me, that keeps moving around and has a human-like uh, silhouette. But it's like seeing a person through a frosted window and it keeps moving, but like he's looking down at me. Oh, there's another one. Ooh, that one's getting really fucking close. I don't like that. Almost looks like one of them's reaching out to the my the lenses. I feel like I hear music. It sounds like it's coming from a car, so it's muffled. Shadows are moving a lot. They seem centered around me, like looking down at me still. It's giving me the vibe almost, not like what I'm interpreting, but what it's making me feel. And it always makes me feel like I'm behind skin or something, like I'm in the womb. I really hear the birds now. There's like a waterfall now, or not a waterfall, like really aggressive water through a, a, like a river or a creek. I got a glimpse of something that looks like it had horns, but it looked like a mask and not an animal. Got a spark, kind of like when you rub your eyes and it, or not even that, like you stare at something bright, close your eyes and you can see it like behind your eyelids. I keep getting sparks like that. One looked like I was in like a, a train car looking down the row. The 10? Yeah. It was so quick. Better. You're recording now. Awesome. Seeing fractals. Oh, there's whispering now. Seeing a white light over me. There's uh, talking on the left side. Oh, now I'm seeing like doors, stairs, banister. I'm standing on the top of a stair somewhere, looking down 
uh, two-story house looking at the front door. Yeah, old, old decor. Old house. Like from the, uh, I want to say like 18-something. I'm looking at a window. There's two or three windows <sighs> fuck and it's it's like a seating area like oh something just flew past my vision but yeah there's a seating area in front of the window and someone's looking out at like I'm seeing through their eyes this is a third person uh, I hear voices on my left side Again, I'm seeing stairs. There's a staircase that's diagonal in front of my view. I'm standing in a hallway and I'm seeing stairs. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just in a house. White noise is getting louder. Oh, there's a skull. Uh, something to do with like lizardy lizard something in the lizard family some kind of amphibian and I got a white light again it's like in the middle of my vision there's like it's not red it's like a pure white light oh I'm seeing the same imagery again. It's like banished um, support support beams. All it's all wood. Everything's wood. White noise just got louder. Seeing fractals again. It's like a bunch of circles. Bunch of circles all on top of each other. Something is I getting movement. It's very faint. I uh some kind of scales, like scale imagery. Uh reptilian scales. They're repeating. Uh Teeth. Looks like uh, dog teeth or just, that's all I'm seeing is just teeth. Definitely canine. This stuff just keeps coming in. It's very dim and then it just disappears. There's a repeating, repeating phrase. Can't fix on it. There's like some kind of flower imagery is again in the center of my vision. Open, so, so open um, door. There's a door. Oh, I don't like that door. 
the um, house, the house is a door. There's whispering. You can see geometric patterns, uh, a lot of triangles, 